I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. There's really no nice way to say, to describe the acts attributed to Epstein. But right now, I've got it here in my hand, a book by the renowned Dylan Howard. You may know him from the National Enquirer. And if you don't read it or never have, you've probably wanted to because you can't check out at any grocery without seeing the headlines that scream out at you and say everything you're thinking on the inside. Also, with Melissa Cronin and James Robertson, let me tell you who they are. James Robertson, investigative journalist, editor-in-chief, U.S. Weekly, who broke the story of Jeffrey Epstein's first prison suicide attempt, and what a story that was, and Melissa Cronin, investigative journalist and author, Epstein. His name will now live in infamy, Jeffrey Epstein. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. It kind of worked like a pyramid scheme. Gielin brought me in. I brought other girls in. Those girls brought other girls in. And no matter what, Jeffrey constantly had that open revolving door of young women, young teenagers, children, I like to call them, coming through his door for one purpose and one purpose alone. Uh, and he didn't care what he had to do to get that reaction from them to, to get them to have sex with him or get them to I mean sometimes he would just off in front of them and, and rub his nipples sometimes he would have intercourse with them sometimes he'd make them you know give him Gillen participated in these acts with him as well you know and that was just the never-ending cycle that was every single day her words not mine Dylan Howard, Chief Content Officer and VP of American Media, Inc. You were just hearing our friends at the Miami Herald interviewing the alleged Epstein victim who cracked the case wide open, Virginia Roberts Jeffrey. But first, Dylan Howard, you have explosive claims in your new book, Dead Men Tell No Tales. That's a heck of a title. But I just had to kick the whole thing off with Virginia talking about um, underage sex. I mean, I don't know if the BBC was ready for that when that uh, crossed the airways, but the Miami Herald didn't seem to have a problem with it, Dylan. They didn't. And what we've learned over the last seven or eight days is that Prince Andrew's account of his interactions with that young woman seemingly are very inconsistent with her memories. And 
she has receipts to back up her allegations. But what is far more disturbing is we have already established that Jeffrey Epstein was one of the most horrifying villains that the modern world will ever know, a shameless pedophile who built this network of child... Now, wait a minute, Dylan. Dylan, hold on just a moment. Coming from the mouth of the VP, a honcho at the... For you to tell me that, you know, my dear friend was Mike Walker for years and years and years. Yeah, yeah. For you to say this is one of the worst villains out of all the villains you've covered, that's saying something, Dylan Howard. I mean, you guys have covered it all, bar none. I just had to interrupt rudely right there. Go ahead, Dylan. Well, I, I say that in the context of the fact that he was a gentleman who no one really knew the secrets behind his half a billion dollar worth. We know that he was complex and controlling, calculating and predatory. But what we didn't know is what we've uncovered in Epstein, Dead Man, Tell No Tales. And the conclusion is clear. Take aside, and I don't want to minimise in any way the victims that were subjected to the heinous crimes that Jeffrey Epstein orchestrated but the conclusion is clear from the research that we have done. Jeffrey Epstein was a spy who was running a complex, intelligent operation for the purpose of blackmailing the powerful, rich and famous politicians and individuals in the United States abroad. And the question obviously then becomes, for whom? Who was he working for? Well, we've been able to establish that his puzzling billion-dollar fortune and circle of famous friends all are connected to three major international countries, Saudi Arabia, Russia, and foremost, Israel. In fact, Ghislaine Maxwell, she is the woman who was Epstein's ex-girlfriend, an alleged procurer of these young girls. Her father, Bob Maxwell, was a media tycoon in Britain who owned the British Mirror newspaper and I believe at one point uh, owned the New York Daily News. He too was a Mossad spy for Israeli intelligence. And our investigation in Epstein, Dead Man, Tell No Tales speaks with his spy handler, who says that Israel bequeathed the business, if you like, and Epstein inherited the spy operations of Bob Maxwell with Ghislaine Maxwell. Dylan, 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 Dylan. I- I'm drinking from the fire hydrant here. That's just too much to take in in one in one sentence. Was that a sentence? I don't, that was that was a lot. But I know this. You're telling me the three countries that seemingly are connected to the billions of dollars, uh, we believe, in the Epstein estate are Russia, Israel, and Saudi Arabia. Epstein allegedly, quote, finding a niche, blackmailing American and other political figures. Dylan, as much as I could listen to you 24-7, 365, <laughs> Melissa Cronin, investigative journalist and author, I'm sorry, James Robertson, beauty before age this time. (laughs) Melissa, you've been working on this 
five years, five years of your life. You're hearing Dylan Howard, author of Dead Men Tell No Tales. It's out now. And I've actually been walking around with it, trying to get to the end of it as quickly as I could, because it's almost too fantastical to believe. You know, Melissa, it's, it's a real honor to have you and James both with me today. Melissa, we've been hearing Prince Andrew prattle on in, in the most off-putting interview, one of the most off-putting interviews I've ever seen. Listen. Uh, the other aspect of this is that, is that, that um, I live in, a, in, in, in an institution um, at Buckingham Palace which has members of staff walking around all the time. And I don't wish to appear grand, but there were a lot of people who were walking around Jeffrey Epstein's house. As far as I was aware, they were staff. They were people that were working for him or doing things. I, as it were, I interacted with them, if you were to say good morning, good afternoon. But I didn't, if you see what I mean, interact with them in a way that was, you know, what are you doing here? Why are you here? What's going on? But you'd notice if there were hundreds of underage girls in Buckingham oh, Palace, God. wouldn't you? But, or... you'd under, you but, but sorry, you would notice if there were hundreds of underage girls in Geoffrey's house. Wasn't there. Not when I was there. Now, he may have changed his behaviour patterns in order for um, uh, that not to be obvious to me. So, so I don't know. I mean, I, I, this is, you're asking me to speculate on things that I just don't know about. Okay, you're hearing Prince Andrew giving a voluntary interview to our friend at BBC, Emily Maitlis. But he's just on the outside. He is a planet circling Epstein's son, along with many, many other powerful and wealthy men. But you've been doing this five years. People think spies are like James Bond. Uh, they don't get spies. Typically, are just regular people passing information. Because when I first heard Dylan Howard's theory that Epstein, that devil, he is a devil straight from hell, was with the Mossad, was actually a spy. I mean, I would never credit him with that much character in their intelligence but that's very simply not true spies are not like in the movies melissa you devoted five years of your investigative life to this what have you learned Nancy, that's a really great point um having covered this case since 2014 with dylan when i first heard the theories that epstein could have been a spy i was definitely skeptical but as we continue to dig into this and through all of our resources resources at this like never before, the evidence that we found was really just undeniable. Um, Prince Andrew is just one example of someone very high profile connected to this case who has been hiding lots of secrets. So for the very first time, for example, we sent reporters out to Jeffrey Epstein's ranch in New Mexico. And talking to former employees out there, we found that Prince Andrew actually visited that ranch in 2001 with a young woman who had been provided by Epstein. 
Now, this was one incident that no one else ever found. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Melissa, Melissa, Melissa Cronin with me, investigative journalist and author, James Robertson, editor-in-chief, U.S. Weekly, Dylan Howard, chief content officer, VP, American Media. Melissa, hold on. Whoa, whoa. What did you just say about a ranch? Because most of what we've learned about Prince Andrew is about him visiting Epstein's home after their fake breakup. I mean, Melissa, Prince Andrew wants us to believe after Epstein's child assault conviction, he felt he had to go to Manhattan and hole up in Epstein's mansion for days in order to quote break up it was a bro breakup really that that's that as a matter of fact take a listen to andrew with the bbc our friend emily maitlis he was released in july within months by december of 2010 you went to stay with him at his new york mansion why why were you staying with a convicted sex offender right i have always uh, ever since this has happened, and since this has become, um, as it were, public knowledge that I was there, I've questioned myself as to why did I go, um, what was I doing, and was it the right thing to do? Now, I went there with the sole purpose of saying to him that because he had been convicted, it was n- inappropriate for us to be seen together. And I had a number of people counsel me in both directions, either to go and see him or not to go and see him. And I took the judgment call that because this was um, serious um, and uh, I felt that doing it over the telephone was the chicken's way of doing it. I had to go and see him and talk to him. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. 
He was released in July. Within months, by December of 2010, you went to stay with him at his New York mansion. Why? Why were you staying with a convicted sex offender? Right. I have always, uh, ever since this has happened, and since this has become, um, as it were, public knowledge that I was there, I've questioned myself as to why did I go, um, what was I doing, and was it the right thing to do? Now, I went there with the sole purpose of saying to him that because he had been convicted, it was inappropriate for us to be seen together. And I had a number of people counsel me in both directions, either to go and see him or not to go and see him. And I took the judgment call that because this was um, serious um, and uh, I felt that doing it over the telephone was the chicken's way of doing it, I had to go and see him and talk to him. Okay, I do not believe that for one minute when he's saying... I questioned what I was doing there. I think we all know what he was doing there because uh, stakeouts out in front of the Manhattan home of Epstein show all these girls going in and out. Of course, Andrew later explained he thought they were servants. Okay, I'm not even going to go there because I'm more concerned about what you guys are saying in your brand new book, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Dylan Howard, Melissa Cronin, James Robertson with me. Melissa, what were you saying? I was just saying that, you know, what Prince Andrew has admitted to really just defies belief. You know, he said that he had to stay with Epstein in New York because it was a convenient place to stay, as if there weren't hundreds of luxury hotels, you know, just feet away from his apartment in Manhattan. And the incident that we discovered is something that he had never admitted to before um, this 2001 visit to the Santa Fe ranch with a young woman. We spoke to staffers there who waited on him and said that the young woman had told them that she had been tasked with entertaining Andrew. She even asked one of the employees to serve him a tea that would, quote, make him more horny because he didn't seem like he was that interested in her and she was worried about what Epstein would think. Melissa, I'm a firm believer in no dead air. No dead air, ever. Um, But I just had to pause right there. You wanted to make Prince Andrew more horny than he already is? You're talking about Randy Andy, right? Um, You're telling me that this was out in a ranch here in the U.S. because we've only heard of a few visits Andrew, Prince Andrew, has made to Epstein. Sounds like there's a lot more that are trickling out now. Take a listen to our friend at BBC, Emily Maitlis. Epstein's housekeeper, also in a Florida court legal deposition, said that you visited the Palm Beach residence around four times a year. You got a daily massage. Four times a year? That was what he said in a Florida court legal deposition. No. I'm just wondering, when you look back now, is there a chance that those massages might have been the services of someone who was being sexually exploited or trafficked by Epstein? Mm, no. I don't think... I mean, I... Uh, no, definitely not. Definitely not. And I definitely did not visit uh, his Palm Beach house three or four times a year. 
Absolutely not. How many times would you say you visited? Uh, in total, probably four times in total throughout the, the, the time that I knew him. Okay, you're hearing Prince Andrew. You know what? I get it. I want you to take a listen to not only Prince Andrew, but his accuser, the, de- the then teen girl, Virginia Roberts Jeffrey. I want to start by saying it's not how Jeffrey died, but it's how he lived. And we need to get to the bottom of everybody who was involved with that, starting with Gielan Maxwell and going along the lines there. Um, I was recruited at a very young age from Mar-a-Lago and entrapped in a world that I didn't understand. And I've been fighting that very world to this day. And I won't stop fighting. I will never be silenced until these people are brought to justice. So thank you all very much. What do you make what of Prince Andrew's to denial? Comment on that. You said you won't be silenced. Um, he has been out, outspoken. He knows what he's done, and he can attest to that. So. Can you repeat that? We can hear you. He knows exactly what he's done, and um, I hope he comes clean about it. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. If you're a smoker looking for an alternative to traditional tobacco, you might feel uncertain at the thought of changing things up. Maybe you're ready to make a switch, but don't know where to start. Maybe you've tried vaping, thought it wasn't your thing. Maybe you've heard of smokeless nicotine products, but aren't familiar with the options. Meet Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch. Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Zen is a satisfying tobacco alternative that puts you in control of your nicotine experience, which means Zen pairs well with you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zinn. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. The autopsy shows multiple broken bones in his neck, including the hyoid bone near Epstein's Adam's apple. That break can occur in hangings, but is more common in those who die of strangulation. Remember, the New York Post reports Epstein killed himself by tying a bedsheet around his neck to his jail cell bunk bed and then strangling himself by kneeling toward the floor. Hanging many times occurs in a prone position. You just simply need to get something around your neck, tie it to the bottom bunk, and just slowly slide off the bunk until you slowly pass out. You can be dead within 10 minutes. You are listening to our friends at Fox. 
for those of you that believe the theory that Jeffrey Epstein now dead, and I'm just going to put it out there, guys. I know I, I speak very plainly, very homespun, the way that I grew up. But I know this, after investigating and prosecuting literally thousands of homicides, it's very difficult to break your own hyoid bone, your own neck bones, when you hang yourself with a sheet or cloth material at a very low height, such as from your bed. Uh, I'm not buying the theory about Epstein's suicide. I'm not saying it's absolutely not possible, but I find that shrouded in mystery as well. The fact that Dylan Howard, Melissa Cronin, and James Robertson are espousing the theory that Epstein was in fact a spy, most important for Mossad, garnering billions of dollars potentially from Saudi Arabia, Israel, and Russia. Yeah, I guess he did end up dead, James Robertson. James Robertson, editor-in-chief of U.S. Weekly, who broke the story of Epstein's first prison suicide attempt. James, where do you weigh in on Howard and Cronin's theory? Well, when it came to um, the theory of Epstein's relationship with Mossad and the handlers, um, we found the man himself who... Uh, he was a mysterious Iranian-born uh, businessman who claimed to have worked for Mossad from 1977 to 1987. And this was a man who was arrested in the United States. Now, wait a minute, James. I'm not uh, really in any position to interrupt the editor-in-chief of the U.S. Weekly. <laughs> but, James, you do know what you just said sounds like the title of a novel. A mysterious... What, what did you say? It just struck me. It, it almost sounds, it, it sounds unbelievable. But you have a history of intensely investigating your stories. You're an investigative journalist, for Pete's sake. And you believe this, right? Absolutely. I, I believe this is not just a conspiracy theory. Um, the man was a former high-ranking official in military intelligence. And... He and, and to your point, when you say that you mean Bimanash, that these men, when they the spies, aren't always the James Bonds who are geniuses who can leap from one building to another. He actually described Epstein as quote a very simple idiot, and that was very telling. That he was only manipulated as well by these these handlers who used Epstein to acquire the materials that they would be able to use to blackmail politicians, uh, businessmen. And really, Epstein became a puppet. He wasn't considered to be a smart or controlling character, but really just someone that they could control. Nancy, connect the dots. Jump in. Connect the dots here. We're talking about Ari Ben-Mashani, the former Israeli spy and alleged handler of Ghislaine Maxwell's dad, Robert Maxwell. He was okay, introduced. slow down, Dylan. Slow down, slow down. So you're saying Ari Benmashani, Benashi, that you refer to in your book as being an Israeli spy and alleged handler. Um, let me understand. You want me to connect the dots? The first thing to me that just made perfect sense, Dylan, 
is something James Robertson just said. Well, he makes a lot more sense than I. Manipulating. He, he manipulating that Epstein, not that smart, and I believe it, but manipulating him to spin a web around the rich and powerful in order to use them. Okay, I'm understanding. So you've got Ari Ben Mashani, who was the handler for Robert Maxwell, Ghislaine Maxwell's dad. He turns up dead after a falling out with Mossad. That's Robert Maxwell. Epstein and Ghislaine were already dating in the late 1980s when Ari Ben Mashani, the handler of Robert Maxwell, was introduced to Jeffrey Epstein. The suggestion being that Epstein, who had worked as an international bounty hunter and boasted about recovering millions and millions, if not billions of dollars for international arms traders, all of a sudden, he inherits this business. Now, Melissa and I have seen hundreds of photos inside the New York mansion that Jeffrey Epstein had uh, on the Upper East Side. Three consecutive townhouses, the largest estate in New York City. We've viewed every room and a photograph of every room. I think we're the only ones in the world to have ever done so. There is a camera in every single room. They all feed into one central operating unit. Next to that is a study, if you like, that has Xerox size professional photocopying machines. Why would Jeffrey Epstein, who seemingly had no business, have uh, high powered, uh, professional Xerox machines fed from a video room into his home. We believe that he was recording every interaction, every person that stepped foot inside that home. Dylan Howard with me, Chief Content Officer, VP American Media, Melissa Crone, investigative journalist and author, James Robertson, investigative journalist, editor-in-chief, U.S. Weekly with a theory that at first sounded so far-fetched, but when you look at the evidence, it's not far-fetched at all. And think of the circles in which Epstein rotated. Photos of him with Trump, with um, Clinton, with Prince Andrew, those are the ones that we know of. The big question to you, James Robertson, if Dylan Howard's theory is true, with all those cameras, and cameras are not far-fetched, I've got a nanny cam trained in almost every room uh, where we live, every one, which I've had since the twins were born. I hardly ever look at it but it's there I, I could look at it if i wanted to i could play it back if I, it's not hard to do but what i'm saying is james robertson if that footage existed and he was hosting all of these wealthy and prominent people and i'm not saying it's trump i'm not saying it's clinton i'm not saying it's andrew you know he was spying on them and rolling on uh, the men that came there to be with these young girls. So where are the where's the video, James? Because it wasn't found. 
No DVDs, nothing. It's got to be somewhere. You know he was recording everything, James. Yes, and I think what, what we do know is he was recording in every property. That includes Palm Beach, his ranch in Santa Fe, and, of course, the townhouse in New York. We did find a former U.S. Marine. Wait, didn't you leave out Orgy Island? Of course. Of course I did. Orgy okay, Island. Wait, wait, wait. Sure Not be it for me of crime stories to correct James Robertson, of the, the editor-in-chief of U.S. Weekly, but that name just kind of stuck in my head, Orgy Island. So you've got the island you that he owns. You have the Santa Fe Ranch. You have the Manhattan townhome on the east side and the mansion in Florida. Have I missed anything, James? And there's also a uh, another townhouse in Paris. See, I actually didn't think you were going to add anything. <laughs> but, yes, there's one in Paris. And, you know, they were tricked out like candid camera. You know that. So where's the video? The only thing I can think of when cops race in both in Florida and in Manhattan, to gather evidence, the evidence isn't there. So either it's already stored somewhere else or Epstein was tipped off that they were coming. Now, who would do such a thing as that, James Robertson? So we found a whistleblower who fled America and was granted political asylum in Russia. He is a U.S. Marine and former Palm Beach County Sheriff. His name is Mr. John Dugan. Now, I spoke to John in Moscow uh, by telephone who told me that he believed that someone on the inside had tipped off Epstein prior to the initial raid on his Palm Beach home. Now, someone has copies. He claims to have them himself. His computer was seized by the FBI in 2016 um, prior to him fleeing to Russia. He says there are thousands and thousands of DVDs, and he has separated them in safety deposit boxes around the globe as a protection and life insurance should anything happen to him. He insists that these are blackmail tapes and that this is exactly what Jeffrey Epstein and those around him do not want the world to know exist. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. 
It's that simple. Order online at Zyn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zyn 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Maria Farmer was a promising young artist when she says she met Epstein and Maxwell at an art show in New York City in 1995. The 26-year-old soon found herself working the front desk in his palatial New York City townhouse. Did you see young women coming into the house? Yes, I saw many, 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 many. All day long? All day long. I saw Ghislaine going to get the women. Um, she went to places like Central Park. I was with her a couple times in the car. She would say, stop the car, and she would dash out and get a child. What did she say she was doing when she did this? Getting Victoria's Secret models. Farmer found Epstein's behavior mysterious. One day I said to Jeffrey, what goes on in this house? Like, why are you always upstairs? And he said, I'll show you. And so he took me up there in the elevator, and we went, he showed me all of Ghislaine's quarters. She had her own suite in the house. Oh, she had a whole floor. Ultimately, Farmer says, Epstein led her to his bathroom. And there was a marble, like, altar thing over here. And he said that's where he gets his massages. Epstein told her the whole house was wired with pinhole cameras and took her into the media room where they were monitored. I looked on the cameras and I saw toilet, toilet, bed, bed, toilet, bed. I'm like, I am never going to use the restroom here and I'm never going to sleep here. Was there videotape? Oh, yeah, it was all video all the time, yeah. And, and I asked him one time, what do you do with this? And he said, I keep it. I keep everything in my safe. You are listening to our friends at CBS this morning. I, I have so many questions, I hardly know where to start. This is why I had to write out all of my direct and cross-examination questions so I wouldn't miss anything. And at the end of every direct and cross-exam, I have to consult it and make sure I hadn't left anything out. Melissa Cronin, that leads me to, where is Maxwell, his female pimp, his glamour pimp? Where is she? So I've spoken to a source close to the family that believes she is actually being protected by the British government because of what she knows about Prince Andrew. Now, there was a report several weeks ago that her cell phone had pinged off the coast of Brazil. There were rumors that she might have been staying on a yacht there. But what these inside sources told us is that that was a classic misdirection technique, one that is often actually used by the Mossad. So all indications point to the fact that she is alive and well, um, but that she is just in hiding, being protected by the very people who don't want her secrets to come up. You know, Dylan Howard, as brilliant as Melissa Cronin and James Robertson are, I got to go to you on this one because, you know, you're the king of this topic. Dylan Howard, how can someone with so much money, so much power, so much privilege just screw the whole screw the pooch screw the whole thing up with for instance underage sex or andrew consorting with people like maxwell or epstein you see it every day in your business dylan like you know what dylan i know i've got it good i've got twins i've got an awesome husband i'm so blessed I'm not going to do anything to screw it up. God help me. 
Why? What is it with people with power and privilege that that just defy their blessings? Well, there are two tiers of justice. We talk about it all the time. There's justice for you and I, and there's justice for the rich and powerful. And Jeffrey Epstein used his power to exploit the vulnerable and underage. There is absolutely unequivocal proof of that, all while covering his tracks and and rubbing shoulders with the rich and famous. He thought he was invincible. He thought he could get away with it. And in many ways, he did get away with it until his untimely death as prisoner 76318054 at the Manhattan Correctional Facility Centre. One thing I want to pick up on, we talked about those tapes, those blackmail tapes. Nancy, you and I covered Casey Anthony. Part of the compelling reason of that case was that every single piece of evidence under Floridian law was released publicly under what's called the Sunshine State Law. All evidence is released. His Palm Beach home was raided by the FBI and raided by local law enforcement. Yet there is no evidence of these DVDs in the hands of US law enforcement. And that smacks of a cover-up. The book is Dead Men Tell No Tales. Join us tomorrow for more of our conversation with authors Dylan Howard, Melissa Cronin, and James Robertson on their new book, Epstein, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Tomorrow, Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye, friend. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress, a collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The natural hybrid is made from natural latex, natural wool, and environmentally safe foams. The natural hybrid elevates your sleep and supports. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy to learn more. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Nancy. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible, Easy Breathe. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed or do-it-yourself kits available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com. Get 20% off today. Thank you, Easy Breathe, for being our partner. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch 
so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. 